I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So now, it's the best time of year for film lovers, isn't it? Merry Oscar season, everybody. (laughs) Hello there, this is I Only Like You and Movies. 2023 Oscars special. My name's Lonnie. Her name's Sinead. We love Oscars. Do we? I guess we do. Um, I don't know. How how affiliated do we want to be with this awards program knowing its history? It's just oh, well. a bit of fun. Fun to talk about. Yeah. Um, we do this every year. We, we try to do every year. We talk about uh, what is going to win, what we want to win, because we give our general predictions and thoughts on the Oscars season. Because it's the thing, you can't really ignore it if you are involved in the movie business and, you know, as much as we are in terms of doing a little podcast that no one listens to, we are. And we like to talk about it and see what the trends are and see what's happening and and just sort of talk about the year that was in the Oscar movies. You excited, Sinead? I'm thrilled. I'm ready to go. What do you think of this year's um, nominees? Pretty good year, I reckon. Pretty good year. Pretty good year. Interesting... That uh, one of my favourite films of the year, The Menu, has not been nominated for anything. How dare. And you yeah. know hasn't been nominated for anything. Good luck to you, Leo Grand. I know, that's on my list here to talk about. I think with The Menu, maybe it feels a bit too genre, a bit too um, schlocky in some ways. Like, I think I think that was a good way, but I think there was a sort of... Uh, low classness to it if you know what I mean like mm. they were having fun and it was a bit comedic rather than something like you know it didn't have that prestige to it I suppose if you know what I mean because they're killing people and whatever <laughs> <laughs> they are killing people or whatever it's true that's their uh their subtitle the menu killing people or whatever and I get it gives them a bit more got into that sort of horror aspect and Oscars generally yeah. don't go for horror you know what I mean like Parasite was had all those things, but it had still that prestige of, and it was, it was a foreign film as well to the Academy. So I think it, it was a bit more yes. um, classy in that sense, potentially than something which could have been seen as a bit more schlocky. But I'm with you. I think it could have got a nomination for writing or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm with you as well. Leo Grande, Emma Thompson should have got nominated. Absolutely, right? She should have won that. She's I also think, I also think that uh, our, our mate Flonny should have got a nominee nomination for The Wonder. Yes. Right, Florence Pugh. That is. Sorry. Because yeah. he'll he'll be got here. Well, just just skipping forward to that. I mean, Arnold Armas doesn't need anything for blonde. I'd probably take out Michelle Williams too, to be honest. There we go. Done. Oh, we found room for them already. Amazing. Absolutely. I haven't seen two Leslie and Andrea Riseborough, but it sounds like everyone likes her. So, yeah. or they're just saying they like her because she was they were told to by email. Hmm. Bit of controversy there. I'm going to link a video from Be Kind Rewind on it. She did an amazing job of explaining the controversy and why it might not actually be that different to how most Oscars campaigns are run, TBH, cough, Roma, cough. Um, And, yeah. Well, I think, isn't the thing that she did it, like, sort of from an indie perspective? They weren't doing it in the accepted way. 
And that's really the the offensive part of it. They weren't doing it the sort of nod nod wink wink where they always do it rather than yeah. Yes, for sure. There you go. For sure. Anyway, we'll we'll get into those soon. Um, just want to declare up top, I haven't seen of the best picture nominees, two of them. Um, I haven't seen women talking. Um, it's just I haven't found the time slash. I don't know if I can find the time for that. It's so intense the the synopsis mm-hmm. of that film. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I saw the trailer, and the trailer was pretty good. So it's got all our faith in it. I mean, it'd be an amazing yeah. acting watch. I just don't know if I can do it to myself. <laughs> yeah. That that said, I did see Triangle of Sadness and well, so, yes, and Avatar, Saturday Avatar. Well, so yeah. probably should make some time. We've been talking, so I want to, but I just haven't got to it by the time of the recording today. I also haven't seen All Quiet on the Western Front. I don't know. I just need to be in the right mood for a war film, Sinead, and I don't always feel like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know me. I'm not a huge fan of war films for the best of times. So, um, yeah, that's probably not one I'm ever going to get around to, to be honest. So was... Wow. <laughs> anyway, we've seen now the best picture nominees, and we've seen a fair chunk of everything else that was nominated, but we'll let you know if there's something here that we didn't actually see. So it's also obviously hard to get to the short films and, and whatnot. I think there was a screening at one stage here, but, you know, in that international films are always mm-hmm. hard to get to as well. So, I don't know, sometimes I'm having a guess. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. There should be an Oscars streaming service where they put them all on. They'd yes. never do it because of all the rights and stuff, but wouldn't that be good? Well, you say that, though. PG, was it PGAs were broadcast on YouTube this year, so they could, like, all the speeches, or SAG Awards maybe all the speeches could go for as long as they wanted and everyone could see them around the world. Like, can we not have a thing like that for the shorts at least or international? Even if you pay like a nominal fee, like a streaming service, if you have like a Disney Plus but an Oscars Plus and it has all the past nominations and winners or something, I'd be happy to pay for a month to be able to watch some of the nominations. Anyway. Absolutely. And that's what I was getting at with an Oscars streaming service, something where you could do it every year and they all get on there. Mm. But overall, though, that would defeat the purpose of having streaming services, I suppose. That's what the other companies would say. So, like, why would you pay Disney Plus if you could also get the film on Oscar Plus or whatever? Isn't it that way anyway? Like, you can pay for a movie on Google or on YouTube, but you can also stream it on Disney. I guess so. I think, like, bundling all the Oscar films together, they might find that Mm. um, not not in their favour, but at the same time, people are watching anyway, if they could find some way to get a cut out of it. Yeah. It makes sense, but then again, why should they give their film up for something when you should pay for it separately, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sure. But people might be more interested in watching the Oscars if they knew what the films were, so. That's it. Hmm. All right, we've got a big list here, Sine. Shall we get going? Yeah, so we're going to work our way through each category um and say what we would like to win and what we think will win and chat about the either performances or the production design or whatever category it is in relation to whatever film's been nominated all right what's up first actor in a leading role we have austin butler for elvis colin farrell for banshees of inner and i still don't know how to pronounce that brandon fraser for the whale paul meskell for aftersun and bill nye for living Okay, so out of these, I haven't seen After Sun or Living. Mm-hmm. Um, these have just come out in Australia, uh, so that's why I haven't done that. But go on, I want to see them, and I'm going to see After Sun tonight, so there you go. Oh, my gosh. Um, Brandon Fraser seems to be on the 
I was gonna say Warpath, but <laughs> I really like that. He's on the he's on the uh, on a roll here, winning mm-hmm. the sort of lead up awards, and people seem to be like to honor his career. Um, bit bit early for Austin Butler, you'd think. Colin Farrell though was pretty amazing in Banshees, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. So if I had my choice, the Oscar would be split into two and given to Colin and Paul. But right. I think Brandon Fraser will win it as a career sort of thing, potentially as a semi-apology from the Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's great if that's what he wins for because, I mean, we hated that movie. I don't know if that pods out yet or not, <laughs> but he was great in it. So... Yeah, and I think Bill Nye is being a bit overlooked here because everyone loves him and he's had a great career too. So, <laughs> But Brendan Fraser has the buzz. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. But that said, I, I think potentially Colin Farrell did the best performance of the year, so. Uh, well, wait till you see After Sun and then I'll have a... I, I meant him as Penguin, so I don't know what you were talking about. <laughs> he was great as Penguin. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep, so I think it's going to be Brendan Fraser, but I'm not going to be too mad about that, to be honest. Yeah. Okay, actor in a supporting role. Mm-hmm. We have Brendan Gleeson for Banshees, Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway. I don't think anyone's oh, ever yeah. seen that film, so yeah. <laughs> Judd Hirsch for one scene in the Feldmans. <laughs> Barry Keegan for being amazing in Banshees. And K.H. Kwan who we both love in everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. I don't know about this one, Sine. Probably probably Key. I hope it's Key so badly. Yeah. I, he, he is who I would like to win this category. Yeah. Um, Barry Keegan is a real close second for me, though. Like, he is phenomenal yeah. in that movie. And so is Brennan Gleeson, TBH. Did we, did we say at the time that Barry Keegan will get this in, like, 20 years, but it'll probably be... So. Yeah. Yeah. Brian Terry Henry, though, is, also, is always great. And I haven't seen Causeway because I... Just can't have all the streaming services. I think it's on Apple Plus or whatever. It's Apple TV, Apple Plus. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, I'll watch it one day, maybe. Key's got to win. He's got to. Yeah. He's also got um, that maybe... sort of personal journey. You know, he quit acting for a long time, mm-hmm. came back, and has had this major success. And yeah. Yeah, it would just be like a nice story if he was to win. And I think a lot of the times they look for yeah. the narrative and in, in who they give the awards to. Yes. And not not to mention he was great in that film. Yes, so of course. He was more than anything. Phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. But again it'd be you could easily give it to um Brendan or Barry from Banshees because yeah, that film is, is kind of a um character piece of those of the four mm-hmm. main characters and mm-hmm. it doesn't work without them firing on all cylinders. So. Absolutely. And I think there's something to say that all of the actors have been nominated. You know. Mm. No, it's going to be uh, okay, but, you know, I'm, I'm fine with that. Me too. All right, actress in a leading role. We have Kate Blanchett for mm. Tar, Anna de Armas for Blonde, Andrea Riseborough for Les- To Leslie, Michelle Williams for The Fablemans, I assume for The Hair, and Michelle Yeoh for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Okay, well, it's going to be Michelle, and I support this decision. It's going to be Michelle. I want it to be Michelle. I'm slightly worried it's going to be Kate and mm. if she does win, it might turn into a bit of a Moonlight versus La La Land situation. 
Um, people are saying it's the best performance she's given in her career. I guess so. I Michelle has to win this, surely. Surely. Yeah. And she's winning all the awards in the lead-up pretty much. So Yeah. And how that disgusting can... that Blonde has received any nominations from the Academy, by the way. I don't know. She wasn't even that good in it, really. She wasn't. <laughs> well, anyway. Isn't that Anna Babe, you were great in Blonde? Did, no, did, she wasn't. Did our Lord and Saviour not say that to us? She wasn't Ariana. Um. And, like, we're big Anna Darmas fans, but not in that one. No. Um, also, like, Kate's had enough awards, right? Like, let's face it. She doesn't need any more. Michelle is definitely owed one. Her storied yeah. career is just so impressive. I know. My only concern is that maybe everyone's thinking, oh, everyone else is going to vote for Michelle, so I, I can give my vote to Kate or something like that, you know? I'm worried about. Yeah. Oh, well. No. It's got to be her. Mm-hmm. Um, I am keen to see two Leslie, though, not not just because of the controversy, but you know, Andrew Riseborough is always good in everything, and she's yeah. a bit of a chameleon. So looks like a great film. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder if it actually get released down here. We'll have to go chase it somewhere. Mm. All right, your turn for supporting actress. What a great segue right. to the first nominee. <laughs> <laughs> we got is Angela Bassett for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, Hong Chao for The Whale. Kerry Condon for Banshees of Inishirin, and Jamie Lee Curtis and Stephanie Hsu for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, it seems like it's Angela Bassett's to lose. Really? Um, but what, that's the impression I'm getting from online. I'd, I'd probably have to well, the toss up between um, Hong Chow and Kerry Condon for me, though. Yeah, for who you want to win. Me too. Well, in, yeah, in terms of best performance and who mm. should win. Mm. But it, that Jamie Lee Curtis has got a bit of the buzz as well. So. Yeah, I think it's Jamie Lee's to lose. She's won a lot of mm. the, you know, awards leading up to it. And she as well has done her dues in Hollywood and has been around a long time. I reckon she'll get it. But, um, yeah. Yeah, well, I think the Angela Bassett aspect is that um, the Academy loved Black Panther, the first film, mm-hmm. and... There's the, the Chadwick Boseman factor as well. Mm-hmm. So it could be a way to, to honour him and his legacy and the legacy of that film series, potentially. Potentially. Um, and Hong Chow was was pretty Phenomenal. amazing in the while. Like, working with some controversial material in a lot of ways, but just mm-hmm. nailed it. Mm-hmm. And Kerry Condon brought so much, just like, I don't know, quiet sadness to Banshees, you know? Yeah. For sure. Okay, I would probably pick uh, Hong Chao. I think just just slightly over Kerry Condon. Yeah, I think it's going to go to Jamie though. Yeah. Well, Stephanie Hsu was also. I know I, I wasn't as in love with her as everyone else seems to be for everything, everything, everywhere, all at once. But she had a bit of a pretty difficult role, uh, multiple roles in that. And well, yeah. so. There's not a lot of yeah. buzz around her though. I don't think. No, no she's only young. Yeah, exactly. It's rare to get it on your first go. So. All right, animated feature film. Um, we haven't seen a lot of these. So we have Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, Puss in Boots The Last Wish, The Sea Beast, and Turning Red. Look, I just don't care for Pinocchio. <laughs> and there were like three films last year. Yeah. And the only one I was kind of interested in was the, the one with one? the... The camp guy, yeah. I want to go out on my own. 
you just see him on TikTok, that, that oh, funny guy, couldn't you? Great. Doing a little dance and everything. Now, did you end up ever seeing Marcel the show with shoes on? Because I know we both tried. Yeah, it was always on at like like two o'clock on a Saturday or something. Like just not particularly good yeah, times for me. Like you know, eleven a.m. on a Tuesday. It's like oh, yeah, work, guys. <laughs> yeah, but but there'll be like one screening a week, and then I just mm. didn't get around to it. But apparently, really good. Everyone likes it. So out of these, so we've win. only seen Puss in Boots and Turning Red. Yeah, it's funny that like Pixar normally has a stranglehold on this, but mm. I don't think Turning Red was particularly well received. Having said that, I watched and everything great about video about that the other day which i'll link which was absolutely phenomenal mm. and it's made me have a new appreciation for it as a film for turning red yeah so i did like it it just doesn't seem like you know usually this category is like whatever pixar put out it's going to win for sure but... i think i would like turning red to win but i think it will probably go to pinocchio um mm. although i have mm. heard really great things about marcel the shell i haven't seen sea beasts can't talk about that but no love puss and boots you hate it apparently well, it was just you a regular puss. movie. Mm. Well, I think you find he had bank attacks and it's about him confronting death, so. Yes, it did have all those themes, but structurally, it was just a reg movie. Structurally, you hate cats, which is a strange heel turn from you. What would you like to win? I would like Puss and Boots to win. What do you think will win? I don't know. I don't, I don't really have any feeling about this one. Maybe... Okay. They like they like Gilmero, so maybe that one, Pinocchio. Okay. Why not? Let's do it. In my mind, though, in my heart, it will be the Twink Pinocchio who won. Okay. <laughs> okay, we'll all know that. Yeah. Can I say Twink? I'm an ally, I guess. So. You are an ally. That's true. Yeah. Cinematography. <laughs> the nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, Bardo, False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths. Sorry, what? Elvis. I'm, I'm telling you what it is, and I, okay. I can't give you any more information apart from the title. <laughs> Elvis got a nomination, so did Empire of Light, and also Tar. Now, look, I'm a bit of a basic bitch, I know that, but I was expecting Batman, the Batman, to get a nomination oh, here. For sure. For Greg, sure. Greg Fraser, our Australian, mm-hmm. our, our, Greg, our Greg, should have got a nomination, right? It was an amazing sure. film. Yep. A lot of it was was films like in the volume, but you couldn't tell. It looked amazing, right? It was upside down, Lee, because he was a bat, and bats hang from the ceiling. Right, That's that whole sequence. Upside down. That was the most exciting car chase in the rain, I know. ever put to film, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Anyway, now, he'll we... get his time. He will. Have you gotten around to see Empire of Light yet? No, it just came out this week, I believe, down here. So I am keen to see it. Roger Deakins. Okay. So that's one of my, the greats. My pick for what I would like to win. It's a Sam Mendes film, okay. and framing, color, shadows, lighting. Oh, it is phenomenal. Yeah. So, Roger Deakins has been the master for so long. Yeah. So I want him to win, but I, I think it'll go to Tar because for some reason these people saw a completely different movie to me and wanted to win all the awards. I guess. Yeah. Sure. I'll go Roger Deakins just because he's the name here. Okay. Fair enough. I haven't seen it yet, but the trailer looked pretty good. Costume design. We have Babylon, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. That was an amazing film, which she, for some reason, tries not to see. I'm not, I don't need to see a mum movie. I think you would love it, actually. Mm-hmm. It's got the guy from Emily in Paris in it. So, I 
on here? I mean, it's got to go to Catherine Martin, our Catherine, Mrs. Baz. I so, but uh, I feel like they're going to want to give something to Babylon. And I feel like maybe this is a good way to give something to it. Doesn't mean very much. Yeah, potentially. I mean, everything ever all at once was working on a much smaller budget than the rest of these films. So yeah, and think about how many costume changes they had mm-hmm. and how many char- yeah. different characters they played. Right. And a different look for each character. They are a hundred percent who I want to win. Um, Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. Has, has some nice dresses, and it's about costumes and dresses and stuff. So possibly. But like you say, it's not it's not the most. That, I was just about to say that. For all these categories, it's more most than best. So mm-hmm. maybe Babylon or Black Panther. It was pretty amazing costumes. Does costume also uh, cover the, the the costumes of the superheroes at the end? Because they were pretty bad. They were really bad, actually. Their, their suits, you know, their the iron, iron suits. suits. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think so. Um, I don't know. This is a tough one. I'm going to go Elvis. Okay. As my pick. Right. But I th- I think for both, actually. All right. Directing. Mm-hmm. We have a pretty crowded field, to be honest. Like, like right. it always is. <laughs> yeah. We've got Banshees of Inishirin, so it's Martin McDonough. The Daniels for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Fablemans, Spielberg, Tar, Todd Field, Triangle of Sadness, Ruben Ostland. I... I'm not really sure here, Sine. Part of me is like Spielberg will get this. He probably won't get anything else for the Fablemans, but they're like even best director. Yeah. But I, I kind of feel like it should be the Daniels it for making that film, right? Yeah, 100%. And making it so accessible to such a wide audience um, and dealing with like pretty serious themes and but having some so much fun as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be that, I reckon. If not Banshees. Yeah, it I, takes a good director to get those performances out of actors, and absolutely, it's such a simple tale. But mm-hmm. that one stayed with me more than Fablemans and Tar. Yeah. Triangle of Sadness, we had our problems with that. It was it was pretty well directed, but it was very yeah. weird. It was mishappened. The script wasn't it? it wasn't yeah, shape. I should say. The field as well, I think, for that to mm. win. But... Yeah, but probably Spielberg's. I'd say probably. Hmm. All right. Documentary feature film, I don't think we have seen any of these. No, I I can't comment. Couldn't possibly comment. Um, Do people know how many in-jokes we've just said in the last, like, 15 minutes? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to pick Fire of Love to win. Oh, all right. I know nothing about it, but there you go. You pick one, right? Okay. I'm going to go for All the Beauty and the Bloodshed. Wow, what a title. Yeah, I'm going based on title. I went based on title for the mole agent, and that was great. You actually did. That's so true. Oh, my God. Right? Remember that? Yes. Uh, documentary short film again, like I can't speak to. Um, what are you going to pick, Sine, out of Ooh. this? I'm going to go, how do you measure a year? I was going to pick that, like the title, but because you've uh-huh. said that, I'll go for Stranger at the Gate. Ooh, also good. Mm-hmm. Shall we move on to film editing? We shall. So we have Banshees of Inisherin, Mikkel E.G. Nielsen, Elvis, Matt Villar and Jonathan Redfin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Paul Rogers, Tar, Monica Willey, and Top Gun Maverick, Eddie Hamilton. 
keeping with the the most rather than best i think everything everywhere all at once had the most obvious but like interesting editing in that sense yes i agree um not not trying to disparage it i think it just like it called attention to itself but in an interesting way and that it served the mm-hmm. purpose of the of the narrative mm-hmm. and it was pretty good it all kept together um I don't know, maybe, maybe Top Gun Maverick, all those sequences up in the sky. Oh, I was thinking that. That's a really tough thing to edit. and mm. But I reckon it's going to go to Tar. Some reason people are obsessed with Tar, but I would like everything everywhere wants to be. International feature film. These haven't really come across to us yet either. Um, all Quiet on the Western Front is there as well. I have heard of The Quiet Girl from, from Ireland. Apparently it was quite good, but quite sad apparently. So I haven't, I haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. Do you have any, any thoughts on this category, Sine? I think because All Quiet on the Western Front is the one that we have been made aware of and it's been nominated for other awards as well, I think maybe that means it's a front runner. Mm. Okay. Yeah. You going to pick one just for funsies? I want to go The Quiet Girl. Okay. To support my heritage in the Irish for sure. nation. <laughs> You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right. Makeup and hairstyling. All quiet on the Western Front. Heike Merka and Linda. Oh, my gosh. Eisen, Eisen Hammerover. Maybe. The Batman. Naomi Don, Mike Marino and Mike Fontaine. Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Camille Friend and Joel Harlow. Elvis, Mark Coolia, Jason Bard and Aldo Signoretti. And The Whale, Adrian Moreau, Judy Chin, and Anne-Marie Bradley. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so if it's makeup and hair, including prosthetics on one particular character, it's got to go to Batman for painting. Yeah, right. Right? <laughs> mm. But having said that, The Whale did transform Brendan Fraser. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want the Elvis. to win. What about Elvis and Tom oh, Hanks's yeah. face? Oh, okay. that's true. He did have a prosthetic nose. He did. <laughs> no, it should be the Batman here, I think. Sure. Um, but that, but obviously the makeup and hairstyling is always great in the Black Panther films. So, yes, wouldn't be upset if that was the case, the win here. But uh, be good for the Batman to win one, I reckon. Absolutely, should be nominated for more. Mm. Yes. Okay, music, original score, all quiet in the Western Front. Babylon, the bench, he's been in Sheeran, Carter Burwell. He's still kicking around. I know. Nice. I saw that he, he uh, scored it and I was like, oh, yeah. I'm an old friend. 
<laughs> he he um, did the school for Twilight. Wondering. Yeah, a lot of things, but that's his, yeah, his main yeah. claim to fame for us. Everything, everywhere, all at once, and the Fablemans. John Williams got now poking his up once again. Um, I don't know. Again, is it the the Babylon aspect here, Sinead? I think give him something. Well, to be fair, the music is the best thing about this film. That's how it goes. Okay, great, thanks. Justin got it from me. Oh, I got you. So I hope he wins because I think he's great and did a great job and that's the best part of that movie. But I wouldn't okay. be mad if John Williams got another one, you know? Yeah, one more for the road. <laughs> Not that he needs it, but, you know. Yeah. All right, original song. We have Applause from Tell It Like a Woman, a movie that we've all heard of before and definitely seen. <laughs> um, Hold My Hand from Top Gun Maverick. Okay, I I have to small bugbear. It really bugs me when people write music for a film, but it's only ever over the end credits. Shouldn't count. To me, that's not in the film. It has to be in the, in the any song film for the end credits. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Lady Gaga wrote that one. Lift me up from Black Panther: The Quarter Forever. Oh, Rihanna had something to do with that. That's nice. Um, Natu Natu from RRR. Oh, that's another that. one I need to see. Yeah, yeah. I keep meaning to. People are saying great things about that. Mm. Um, and this is a life from everything, everywhere, all at once. David Byrne. Okay. Mm. Um, I have no opinion. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, of the films I have seen, I can't remember these songs really. I remember the Lady Gaga one, but I think it might go to Black Panther. Yeah, why not? Okay. Great. Great. Maybe. Uh, everyone's loving that. I haven't seen one person watch that and not enjoy it, so... Very true. I just haven't got around to it myself. Uh, the next category is Best Picture, but we won't say that the last, and we'll just keep going yeah. and come back and give our final thoughts. Okay. Well, production design is after that on our list. Can I just say, um, why is mm. everything everywhere all at once not nominated in this category? Yeah, right? Yeah. The whole, like, sequence in the uh-huh. in the um office, yeah. How many universes they go through... Mm. The laundromat, like right. Ugh. We're, we're gonna make room for all quiet of the Western Front, Avatar: The Way of Water, Babylon, Elvis, and the Fablemans. Does Avatar count if it was all on the computer? I guess. That's what I'm confused by. Like, I guess so because it's still design, but like, mm. it's definitely a different type of production design. I think they might give it to it because it probably won't win anything else. And they need to acknowledge what a great feat it is. Yeah. But uh, I don't know about this one. I'm okay. Elvis, again, it's a bit, you know, yeah. obvious, but that was part of the whole... That's a, that's what we go to a, a Baz Luhrmann film for, is the production design and the costumes. That's very true. And the crazy editing and the music, so... Yeah, for sure. I don't know. The Feldman's is pretty fun. I, I think they would have had a great time recreating a lot of the films and Spielberg's youth and whatnot. And Can he just go to therapy, please? Like, he just needs to go to therapy and sort out his crap rather than making movies. <laughs> this is his therapy, so I think that's the point of the film. Yeah, well, maybe it shouldn't be. Maybe you shouldn't be putting your shit on. Wow. But I think he's saying that's not healthy, but also, you're doing it, mate. He's, do- he's still doing it, though. 
Yeah. All right, short films, animated, short film, live action. We're kind of lumped together because we've not seen any of them. Again. Well, I have a, I have a, um, option here though. Okay. An ostrich told me the world is fake, and I think I believe it. That's by a guy from Brisbane. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, um, Griffith oh, Film okay. School graduate. So we'll go for him, Lachlan Pendragon. Pendragon. Although. Pendragon. <laughs> Sorry, Lachlan. <laughs> I, I do like the, the titles here in short film animated, though. Wow. We've got a lot, don't we? The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse. Love it. Great. The Flying Sailor. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Mm. Ice Merchants. Yeah. Okay. What's the next one, Sine? Uh It's a film called My Year of Dicks. <laughs> sure. Why not? Sure. I haven't seen any of the uh, short film live actions either. But I'm going to go an Irish goodbye again to support my brethren. I'm going to go the red suitcase because it sounds Ooh. very enigmatic. Sure does. Do you remember that time we did go we watched at event cinemas? They had all the live action short films and yes. like four out of five of them were about kids being killed or something. And they were really intense. A few times on the podcast. I was so excited. <sighs> yes, way to see all of them. can these. finally see them. Amazing. But they were literally all about child sex abuse or physical yeah. abuse of kids, kids dying, kids being uh-huh. estranged from their family. It was a very heavy lineup that year. Well, the kid, like, you get stuck in, like, a, a, a quicksand. Yeah. Oh, God, nightmares about that. Uh, interesting that Alfonso Cuaron has a film in the short film live action. I didn't even notice. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Alfonso. Haven't you got enough? What's someone else? I mean, <laughs> Good on you. Do what you want. Wants to keep working, I guess. Yeah, I suppose that's fine. Yeah. Next up, we've got sound. All quiet on the Western Front again. Mm-hmm. We should probably watch it because it's got so many nominations, but that's yeah. all right. Avatar: The Way of Water it has about ten different sound designers here. The Batman, Elvis, and Top Gun Maverick. I reckon they'll give Top Gun Maverick because it's not going to get probably any of the major awards. So why not give it a go here? That's a good point. However, obviously we both want the Batman to win, right? So we'll just get that out of the way. Yeah, sure. I'm wondering if Elvis might take this home because of the way that they blended Elvis's voice with Austin Butler's voice for the songs. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if, you, don't know if people know about that. So Austin did the voice that he seemingly can't shake. Um, but for the singing parts he sang the song in his elvis voice and they got the original recording of elvis and then matched mm. them together to create sort of this sort of version of elvis's voice which i think is really yeah. cool and a really interesting way to do it so and, it, and if it's like awarding the achievement of of doing that like the technical brilliance yeah, yeah why not for sure then again the 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 sound effects of the um the good old planes up there in top gun maverick That's true pretty amazing yeah all right you do visual effects again know everything everywhere all at once bizarre has the academy even seen this movie i'm again gonna link the everything great about for this there's little moments where it's a still shot but they put color lighting around her face to show that she's moving through different times she's not Mm. it's just lighting isn't that incredible Anyway, sorry, nominees. All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water, The Batman, Bat Panther Wakanda Forever, and Top Gun Maverick. Obviously, we want The Batman. 
Yeah. Avatar might get a bonus because it's, it's Avatar, Avatar, you know. Of course it's going to yeah. be Avatar. I think I should rewatch uh, everything before the Oscars next week. I think you should watch the Everything Great About because it really gave me a whole new appreciation for the amount of effort and work. Actually, that reminds me, I need to make a retraction in this podcast. Mm. I can't believe I've forgotten about it until now. During our review of Everything Everywhere All at Once, I said that I didn't understand why they have clips of Michelle Yeoh doing the red carpet for Crazy Rich Asians spliced in there and that it took me out of the film because it was a real-life clip. I would like to retract that statement because after watching this video, I have learned that the whole movie is an homage to her career. There's a reason, like her starting in martial arts and being such a great um, Mm. fighter on film and the fact that she has had this life, this new life as this amazing um, lead actress in Hollywood is all folded into the context of the film and it's really an homage to her career and there's these beautiful fight sequences where she has to pretend to fight badly and I understand now why those real clips were in there. They were asking me to make a connection between Michelle's life and the fact that the universe is infinite. Anyway, so formal retraction. I very much apologize. Now we can proceed. Yeah, they needed to have that film, didn't they? It wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have worked with any With any other. Yeah. Well, maybe not in the same way, but. Well, it would have been a completely okay. different film, right? Because it wouldn't, it wouldn't have had so much fighting. It wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been the way that it was. Anyway, all right, three biggers. Go for it, Lon. Okay, we've got writing adapted screenplay. All Quiet Again, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, Living, Top Gun Maverick, and Women Talking. I think it's going to go to Women Talking. Interesting, it hasn't got many other nominations, has it? It hasn't, but that's why I think it might go for this. Mm. Um, based on a true story also... and... Yeah. And also, like, it's a, it's a, you know, film about women potentially that's not getting as much love. Yes. And it's a really serious topic, and it's maybe not one that we'll give it a makeup award, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. For um, sure. Yeah. Glass Onion, though, was very well received. I would like Glass Onion to win. Hmm. But. I mean, and the fact that, you know, Top Gun Maverick is not a huge amount of uh, films that are like sequels from 30 years ago come out and, and everyone loves. Yeah, but how, why is it adapted then? It's because the it's based on the characters from the first movie. Oh my god, are you kidding? That's no, that's that's, that's that's the rule is. No, I know. I just feel like that's such a cop out. You know. That's why Glass Onion's here too. Okay, fair enough. Hmm. Even though it's an original story. Well, yeah, yeah I, that doesn't make sense to me. Anyway, what do you want? To it's, it's not brand new. I guess is the point. It's sure. That's how they do it. Um, I think it'd be cool for Glass Onion to win. Mm-hmm. But, and I haven't seen any else apart from Top Gun Maverick, so. <laughs> I don't know, Living looks good. It's got Bill Nye. It's got Amy from. It does have Amy. Sex Education. Sex Education, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you right. reckon? Well, as I said, I think Women Talking will win, but I want oh, yeah. Glass Onion to Glass win. Glass Onion. All right. All right, writing original screenplay. We have Banshees, Ravinish here, and Everything Everywhere All at Once. The Fablemans, Tar, and Triangle of Sadness. I really want Banshees to win this because 
I don't think it'll win the others. Yeah, but I think that I think it I think it will win here too. But if not, obviously the Daniels. Yeah, oh, I wouldn't be upset if they won. I think I think Banshee's it's got like the strongest script. You know, it's like it's got themes and it's talking about stuff and it's like very talky movie. I, I think agree. people are like, oh yeah, that one. It's about them talking, but we aren't interested. That's why it's a good screenplay. Well, um, although I have lost a lot of faith in them after Belfast one, to be honest, in this category. So. Oh, true. Yeah, I see that sometimes at like JB, and I'm like, wow, that that film really got nominations and wins at the Oscars. Yeah. Like it was fine, but it wasn't. It definitely did not deserve. <laughs> it's an Oscar whizzing. Sure. Yeah. Um. But again, picture about his childhood. Would Fablemans not fall into that same category? Maybe you know. I don't know, maybe. But he, he didn't have a girlfriend when he was growing up, so so he actually lied. He lied in a fictional film. <laughs> How dare he? All right, so yeah. that's the big one to a laugh on. Take it away. Okay, we have got the nominees for Best Picture. All Quiet, All Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water, somehow, The Panshees of Inishirin, Elvis, Everything, everywhere, all at once. The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun, Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking. I think we can. As I said, we didn't see all quite most in front or Women Talking, but I don't think they're really in the picture. Ha ha ha! For this anyway, it. I think it's coming down to everything, everywhere, all at once. It's like head of the pack, right? Sure. I think Tar's got a chance, though. Oh, I'm so worried. <laughs> I'm so worried that it'll win. Listen, and, the hmm. PGAs, who since 2009, it's only been three times they haven't predicted the Best Picture winner. Mm-hmm. Everything, everywhere, all at once won there. So I'm hoping that's a good omen. I Look, as much as I've loved everything, everywhere, all at once, I think, in my heart of hearts, Banshees was a better film in my view. So, I'd be happy if that won. But I think it's going to be everything, everywhere, all at once. Like we loved Elvis, but we liked Elvis. Is it best picture worthy? No, it really isn't. I, yeah, I'm hoping. It's weird, and it's <laughs> like it's an experience. We said it's a good trip at the time, I believe. But yes. Yes. I, yeah. I think and hope everything ever all at once will win. I would not be mad at all if Banshee's won. Very close mm-hmm. second for me. And I'm worried that Tar might take it at the end. Bit of a dark horse. What if Top Gun wins? Well, I you know. They it won't. Why not? It won't. <laughs> I mean Coda won last year. <laughs> yeah, so I honestly forgot about that. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. The sort of, it was good though, for sure. But it was a weird, a weirdly nominated film that didn't win anything else, and on Apple TV yeah. exclusive. And uh huh. Yeah. Sometimes it's the it's the Green Book sort of factor. It is sometimes the Green Book factor. Mm. God, how what? I feel like there should be a way, maybe like ten years later, where you get to go back and correct the winners once you've got a bit of space and a bit of objectivity. <laughs> You know, I've seen this. People talk about this. They should have a, the ten-year retrospective Oscars alongside yes. the current Oscars. Yeah. Yes. What should have won for everything? Because there's no way Green mm. Book should have won for any of that. No. All right. So 
that's that's our that's our pick. Everything, every all at once, potentially tar, potentially banshees. Yeah. Okay. And that's it. We've got our we've got our bets in on in. You could tell I really gamble mm-hmm. a lot. Um also great news. If you live in Victoria, um the day the Oscars are broadcast at Australia, which is thirteenth of March, which is when on Monday, you'll be listening to this. Dan Andrews, Oscar lover, has given <laughs> us a public holiday to stay home and watch the Oscars, which is really nice of him. Um Pretty sure it's that. Pretty sure it's not Labor Day or whatever it's supposed to be. Pretty sure it's just to watch the Oscars. So I will be there and ready. Oh, yeah. Are you going to a cinema or something? Or are you just going to watch it at home? Can you watch it at a cinema? Sometimes they have screening parties, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be very fun, I don't think. But... Oh, okay. All right. Well, normally... Maybe it would be, but it goes for like four hours and you're sitting there in a theatre. Like, you can't That's true. move around I'd like stuff. to do other things while they're doing... Yeah, exactly. ...stuff. All right. Yeah, so I think a pretty good year overall. Like, you know, if there are three or four films, we wouldn't mind being winning Best Picture. And we've got, you know, we liked a lot of the people who are nominated for the main acting and writing awards. That's generally a good sign. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, things a few things missed, but I, I think there have been worse omissions overall. In years past, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm, for sure. Well, there you go. Good on them. Hopefully, and they've been changing the makeup of the Academy too. They've been trying to get younger people and yes, they yeah, have. a more diverse um, cohort. So mm. that's helping, I imagine. For sure. All right, so this will be going up with time to think. People think about the Oscars and get excited. Or you can come yeah. back after the Oscars have happened and think about all the ways we got it wrong. So Yeah, I wonder how well we've done with our predictions. <laughs> All right, and Oscar season's now over, but, um, you know, so we're going to probably move more back into the blockbusters and the TV shows and whatnot over the rest of the year. But, you know, every now and then something pops up halfway through the year that ends up staying around for the Oscars like everything, everywhere, all at once did, or Top Gun. That's true. So, you know, keep an eye out for the podcast. Uh, we've had other Oscar episodes, which may be less relevant going back over <laughs> the last few years, but, you know, you may as well get back in that mindset. And for most of these that have been nominated for the big awards, we have had something on the feed or something's coming out soon for these. So, so there yeah. you go. After Sun, for example, I am seeing tonight. I've been ordered to see it. So uh, For the second time, actually. Yeah. First time, I'll, I was just no, giving information. No, we will be discussing You're just this. FYI. Okay, we will be discussing this in the After Sun podcast. <laughs> so save it to Okay. Them. All right, all right. I'll, I'll get my arguments ready for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, well, thank you for being here today, Sinead. Thanks for having me, I guess, on my joint <laughs> podcast that I also host. Thank you for being here, Lonnie. Thank you for your contribution today. <laughs> That's it. I've been the host of I Miss You. Of <laughs> I Miss You, man. True. <laughs> True. Also the host, and Sinead's been the co-host of I Only Like You in Movies. Thank you very much for being here. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs> I don't like puss and boots to win. I love puss and boots. Fuck. <laughs> Take that out. Oh my god,
his name, okay? I can't put that in. <laughs> I didn't name him. Okay. But I do love him. Yeah. Let's, okay. Stop laughing because I can't cut around you if you're still laughing. I'm good to go. What, what's wrong? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.